Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. You're locked in. Look at what we have here, folks. To the only show that matters. The cream of the crop. Duke loves wrestling. And there is no one that does it better than your host. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. The Duke. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Hi, this is Earl Oliver from Sully Finish Wrestling. This is Raj Geary with WrestlingInc.com. This is Sean Reed, boxing writer and undercover low-key wrestling fan. And you're listening to Duke Love Wrestling. Woo! Welcome back to Duke Loves Wrestling, the show about pro wrestling and everything else. What's going on out there, folks? Putting a uh, bow on the month of February. Wow. February 2021. We're already almost two months in the books here so far. It feels like it's going fast. I don't know about you, but this is moving this year right here, man. This week, I'll be going over WWE Elimination Chamber. Give my thoughts on that mega event. Also going over some of the top stories in pro wrestling, of course. But before we get to that, I do have some sad news to report. NWA star Josephus. Okay, a guy known as Josephus, even more commonly known in the NWA as the question mark. Well, he's moved on to that great big ring in the sky. Unfortunately, we've lost him. He's passed away suddenly. So this is just really, really sad news to report here. And a lot of folks who are part of the NWA community and beyond, whether it be the wrestlers themselves or fans, everyone is just pretty broken up about this. Josephus, real name is Joseph. But he also was the question mark, which legitimately one of the more entertaining members of the NWA roster. You know, just this guy. Think back. Think back to when the NWA relaunched. Everything was happening on YouTube on a weekly basis, right? 6.05 Eastern Standard Time. Who was it? Uh, Our friend of the two friends of the show, actually. So we have the coach, Dustin Davis. You know, he has that uh, West Middle School. He has the pro wrestling club over there. Shout out to Coach Dustin Davis. He gave me a heads up about the question mark. And also, it's still real to me, damn it. You know, Mr. Dave Wills, the the two of these guys gave me, and you, because they came on the show and talked about it. They both put over the question mark as being an interesting character, part of the NWA that uh, everyone should keep an eye out for because he's pretty fun. And sure enough, he was hilarious. You know, he, they they paired him up with Aaron Stevens, and that turned out to be a great pairing. And Question Mark was awesome. You know, a lot of folks liked him. He sold a bunch of shirts and what have you. I think he even trended online at one point. You know, don't forget that our friend Thunder Rosa was part of the NWA, and she still is, still is. Uh, but she was on the YouTube show every week and what have you. And one of the things that I saw, they had some kind of minor interaction with each other. So... I started tweeting about that hardcore saying, you know, the question mark has a has a crush on Thunder Rosa and he better watch himself. And, you know, if anyone else said anything about Thunder Rosa, I said, well, you better go through the question mark on that. And, you know, a lot of folks picked up on that to the point where both question mark and Thunder Rosa, they started playing that up a little bit. And from what I understand, you know, just based on what Thunder Rosa has said about Josephus, Joseph, 
question mark. He's a pretty good guy, you know, really good guy. So she's pretty broken up about his passing, just like a lot of folks are. And, and that's unfortunate because that strange gimmick, the question mark was over, man. And it's unfortunate that we didn't get a chance to see how far that could have went. I mean, that guy could have been champion with that gimmick. And that sounds silly at first, but I'm telling you, that is old school. You know, the question mark, he's from parts unknown. We don't know what's going on with them or what have you. Uh, you know, just like old school wrestling, Mr. X or something like that. The, the, the person behind the mask, who is it? And we know that it was Josephus, uh, but that was part of the fun as well. But, you know, really big loss in the wrestling community there. So, again, my best to Josephus' family and other loved ones and you fans out there. You know, just tough. It's always tough to lose somebody from a general standpoint. But, you know, these folks that we see on TV and online on a regular basis, these are our superheroes. This is who we turn to to kind of escape reality, so to speak, right? So to lose somebody from that community, that sister and brotherhood is just really, really tough, man. Really tough. And he was a young guy, too. I mean, I don't even think the guy was 40 years old. So, you know, again, best to the family there. And other loved ones, fans, the whole nine yards, rest well. Josephus, the question mark. Speaking of uh, NWA alum, former NWA women's champ, Jazz, she came on the show last year and announced her retirement. And not too long after that, Impact Wrestling, she now remember, caveat, she said she's going to retire unless a company wants to give her, you know, a big fat payday for, you know, one more shot or what have you. But other than that, she can't take the bumps anymore. But Impact Wrestling, I guess they made her a deal that she couldn't refuse because she's been with them ever since. And she's been kicking butt, man. I mean, this partnership that she has with Jordan Grace, legitimately someone that she's helped helped bring along in the wrestling industry. I mean, she was there from the beginning when, when Jordan Grace started wrestling. Her, her mother had to bring her to wrestling school because she was too young to sign up on her own. When Jordan Grace started wrestling, I think she was like 14 or something like that when she started wrestling. Um, So Jazz was there from the beginning. Jazz mentioned that on the show before. The two of them are the newly crowned Impact Wrestling World Women's Champions, tag team champions, which is just incredible. Think about that. Jazz, legitimately a Hall of Famer and should be in the WWE Hall of Fame. And I know you WWE folk are listening. Jazz should be in the Hall of Fame, man. Come on. But in 2021, Jazz is a tag team champion, and she's on TV on a regular basis kicking butt. That is awesome. That is awesome. And it's so cool to come full circle and be able to do that with Jordan Grace, who is a a special talent in her own right, right? Now, eventually, these two, I'm sure they're going to break up and have a feud, which I'm really excited to see as well. That'll be interesting. But in the meantime, I mean, man, what what a dream tag team these two are. And everybody, everybody online keeps saying they want to have a match with Jazz. That's like the thing, right? I saw that uh, Trish Adora, somebody that I called out last week just for her fantastic work and just how awesome she is. She put it out there that she wants to wrestle Jazz, and it looks like a promotion is going to put their uh, minds together and figure out how to make that happen. So stay tuned for Trish Adora versus Jazz. My goodness, it's like these folks are living their dreams here. Some of these wrestlers, they're facing somebody that they they grew up watching and that they look up to. And in many instances, 
patent themselves after in some way, shape or form. So it's just really, really cool to see, man. I'm, I'm, I'm pumped and I'm so proud of jazz. I mean, like I said, she's, she's jazz, like family jazz and Rodney Mack. They're like family. Absolutely adore them. You know, they have the dog pound dojo down there in Texas, which in partnership with another friend and, and somebody who's like family Thunder Rosa and her wonderful husband, Brian, uh, the four of them just really, they've put something special together down there at that wrestling school. They really have. And of course, Mission Pro Wrestling. Can't forget about that. You know, just just really good stuff. And they're churning out some some great talents, too, which I'm really excited about. Which, you know, I'm going to tell you right now. You look at um, AEW, especially on Dark, sometimes on Dynamite. But you look at AEW, a lot of the Mission Pro Wrestling stars, they've... They wrestled in AEW, which is unheard of because some of these these kids are still pretty fresh in the business. You, you look at somebody like Vert Vixen, who's been on the show before. She's wrestled in AEW a bunch of times, which is just unheard of. It's, it's incredible. Incredible to have that kind of opportunity for somebody who's still so young in the business. But that's the way it is, man. So, you know, they're doing big things. And if you would like to learn your craft, become a great technologically sound, have a great foundation in terms of training when it comes to pro wrestling. Even if you've you've wrestled somewhere else, you've trained somewhere else, but if you want to get some good finishing, you got to check out the Dog Pound Dojo. I'm telling you, got to check them out. Jazz, Rodney Mack, Thunder Rosa, Brian, you got to check them out. Just the folks are doing a great job with that school and the proof is in the pudding. You know, you look at some of the talents that they've managed to get major opportunities for. That's not by accident. So just keep that in mind there. Shout out to everybody. They're doing big things, big things. And we'll be talking about the next Mission Pro Wrestling card coming up as well, because I believe somebody who just had one of the best matches of the week uh, this week is a surprise guest who's going to be wrestling on that Mission Pro Wrestling card, and I'm talking about none other than Nyla Rose. Nyla Rose had a bust-ass match with Britt Baker on AEW Dynamite this week. It was fantastic. The two of them really put some solid effort in there. They, they churned out a strong match. Best match of the night by far. By far on Dynamite. You know, that's not a surprise. I mean, Nyla Rose could do that every single week. Just give her the opportunity. Britt Baker could do that every single week. Just give her the opportunity. I'm, I'm going to bring this up until I'm blue in the face. You got to give us more women's wrestling content on TV. I'm not talking about dark. On TV, AEW, please. You got to give us more. We deserve more. And those two women showed, and I'm talking about Nyla Rose and, and Britt Baker, they showed why. They could do that every week. But so can can Big Swole, right? So can Thunder Rosa, even though I know that she has kind of an interesting partnership with AEW, she's still technically an NWA contracted wrestler. So can Serena Deeb. Like, come on. Come on. <laughs> and I know that there's been some injuries, you know, get well Anna Jay. She just had a bad shoulder injury, if I'm not mistaken. So she's going to be out for a little while there. But, you know, there are other people ready to step up. Maddie Rinkowski just got bumped up to replace Anna Jay in the women's uh, number one contender tournament, right? So other people are ready to step up. But I, I just, hey, 
I'm going to say it to him blue in the face. We need more women's content. We deserve it. Got to have it. And why not? Like, why, why shouldn't we have it? Right? What are the men doing that's so much better than the women in that company? Nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Nyla and, and, and Britt Baker stole the show. Okay? No different from when Thunder Rosa or, or any of these other women, Big Swole, they steal the show when they're out there. Come on. Serena Deeb, they steal the show when they're out there. Come on. Anyway, speaking of AEW, major signing for them, the Big Show. Or I guess I guess we're going to have to call him the man formerly known as the Big Show, formerly known as the Giant. We're talking about Paul White. Yeah, that guy who's in the WWE for years, WCW before that. He just signed with AEW. So he is going to be on commentary for a new Monday night show. Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's going to be on YouTube, if I'm not mistaken. It's a it's a type of uh, AEW dark program, but it's its own thing. 7 p.m. on Monday nights. And I believe it's only going to be one hour, but he's going to be on commentary for that. But he's also going to wrestle at some point. So, you know, in the eternal words of Mark Henry, I guess the big show still has something left in the tank. And I'm, I'm happy for the big show. Go get your money, man, because I know that the, the WWE, there's no way they were going to pay you as much as I'm sure. ATM, uh, Tony Khan, and, and AEW are paying you there. WWE just doesn't need the big show at this point. They really don't. But that type of star power, I mean, a guy who legitimately has been on television for the past 25 plus years, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's a smart move to pick up the big show, and it's great for the big show. That's money in the bank for him, no doubt. But I do wonder, I do wonder, and I brought this up online, what is the story here? When you think about AEW saying that they were going to stay away from picking up all the guys from WWE that WWE is not signing anymore, not utilizing anymore, they didn't want, I'm paraphrasing, but you get my point. They didn't want to be a place where just a bunch of old WWE guys are there. You say that, but then when you look at the company, you look at the wrestlers, the commentators, ring announcers, some of the backstage interviewers, the quote-unquote agents in the back working with the wrestlers. What is it? At least a third of them have wrestled in the WWE, right? At least a third of them. So what do you say about that? And not just wrestled. I mean, come on. <laughs> Kenny Omega was part of a TV show. The Young Bucks have wrestled on TV, I believe. And let me, don't let me go down the list of everybody else. That would just be embarrassing. We know the drill. Just listen to the commentary. So now you sign the big show, a guy that WWE had nothing to do with at this point. I just, I wonder. You just signed Sting, who's been cleared to wrestle, by the way, at 61 years old. That's a whole other story. But I do wonder, at what point does AEW just focus on the talents that they have that aren't, that haven't made a name for themselves one way or another in the WWE, Right. I wonder, what's wrong with Will Hobbs that Will Hobbs can't be put into the w, the AEW uh, title picture right now? What's the issue here? I wonder about that. I really do. I love Ricky Starks. I think the, the guy is, I don't know what, why is Ricky Starks with quote unquote Team Taz and why is he stuck with that overstuffed Brian Cage? I don't get it. I don't get it at all. Ricky Starks is a superstar. 
not just a star, a star, a superstar. And I'm sure Brian Cage is a nice guy, but he's no Ricky Starks. And all the big puffy muscles in the world can't do anything about that. Ricky Starks is a star. Here's a guy who should be an antagonist going after the championship. Instead, he's playing second fiddle to Brian Cage. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> is there something wrong with this picture? And I, I know some Brian Cage fans out there, they're going to, oh, man, gonna jump all over me over this. Good for you. But the fact still remains, Brian Cage, he couldn't shine Ricky Stark's boots. Couldn't do it. He can't talk like Ricky Starks. He can't wrestle like Ricky Starks. And he's not even as handsome as Ricky Starks. Okay? You can take that to the bank. Cash it. You might get double for it. That's right. Brian K should be doing something else. Let him, you know, run through walls or something like the Incredible Hulk while Ricky Starks goes and, and becomes AEW champion. I'm just saying. Whatever. That Team Taz stuff, give me a break. And Ricky Starks doesn't need somebody talking for him. So that's the other problem here. That's the real problem. I just, I don't know. I don't know. And, and listen, the AEW fans, they went after me online. They always do. They're upset with me because I pointed out previous comments from Executive Vice President Cody Rhodes regarding not wanting to pick up old WWE talent and make the place overrun with WWE talent. People had an issue with me saying, can he change his mind? I'm just, listen, they market one thing, they deliver something else. Proof's in the pudding. And if you're more upset with me for acknowledging this than you are with them for actually being the perpetrator, what does that say about you? (laughs) I digress. Anyway, again, Ricky Starks, he's the man. Congratulations, Big Show. Nyla Rose, Britt Baker, fantastic job. Loved it. And, uh, you know, AEW's putting their their money on the fact that Shaq and Cody, Jade Cargill, and now uh, Red Velvet, who is, I guess we call her Brandy Rhodes with wrestling skills. Um, you know, the four of them are on a collision course. Intergender match, tag team match. I don't know if the women are going to actually wrestle with the men at all. That would be cool. But, you know, we'll see. But uh, she'll be, you know, Jade Cargill. Jade Cargill. She's somebody that people are really starting to take to. And AEW would be really, really smart to make sure that they're steering her in the right direction. Because this little nonsense they have her involved in right now, I don't know. Jade is a star. Give her her own interview segment or something while she's still training to actually become a true wrestler. But just just keep putting the camera on Jade, please. What are you doing? Just put the camera on her. That's it. That's all I got to do. Give her a mic, put the camera on her, and get out of her way. She'll do, she'll do the rest. Trust me. Because I'll tell you right now, if I'm flipping back and forth and Jade Cargill is on the TV, I'm going to stop and I'm going to watch. I'm going to marvel that somebody could have muscles on muscles like Jade Cargill. She is big papa pump, just actually proportionate, right? But she's that kind of impressive, just a a sculpted from, from granite, work of art, okay? Remember the first time you saw big papa pump, you're like, whoa, what the hell? That's Jade Cargill, just more proportionate. It's not, it's not unbelievable. It's more like that's hard work. So give her the mic, put the camera on her, get out of her way. That's it. So I got to do moving on to the WWE side of the town. <laughs> NXT interesting stuff going on. I guess they're, they're breaking up the undisputed era. Adam Cole, he's, he's kicked each member in the face at some point. Like what, what the hell, you know, what's going on here? Adam Cole. 
breaking up the Undisputed Era. And who knows? Maybe Finn Balor will step in and be the the new leader of the Undisputed Era. I don't know. But it is what it is. I mean, listen, look, I'm not an Adam Cole guy. I, I'm just going to say that. I'm not an Adam Cole guy. I'm not. I never, I never really was enamored by this guy. Out of the whole Undisputed Era, I, I liked him the least, which is not hard to do. You know, I love Bobby Fish. Roddy Strong is is just not only is he a quality wrestler, he's a quality human being. Kyle O'Reilly has grown on me tremendously because he just he has a, a style that is, you know, he, he he pretends he's this martial artist, this MMA fighter, what have you. But I don't think he could win an MMA fight. But he makes it look good in a pro wrestling ring, better than most MMA fighters do. So he looks like he's killing you, but he's not really killing you. So I got a, I got a lot of respect for that. This guy is great. So I'm a fan of everyone in the end of Undisputed Era, except for Adam Cole, a.k.a. the guy whose head is two sizes bigger than the rest of his body. So he can go. You can move him to another show and watch him flounder. That's okay with me. I just, I think he's in the way of everybody else. That's my opinion. So it's interesting to, to watch this breakup. It is what it is. It's interesting. I'll tell you what's more interesting, though. This, this... You know, thing going on here with Zia Lee. Now, little Casey, she looks like she may have broken her leg or something like that. And they, they're going to blame Zia Lee for it, which is fine. I don't know if that's just storyline and she broke her leg another way. Casey does all these little flips and foolishness out there. So she was bound to hurt herself. The young lady is, is, is very tiny to be doing all that stuff. You look at somebody like Rey Mysterio and he had to put on a lot of weight to really muscle, to absorb all the punishment his body was taking. Casey's going to have to do something like that, man. She's going to have to add another 10 pounds of muscle and hopefully not lose her speed because that body's not built to be taking those bumps. Give me a break. Not the style that she's doing. She's just It just doesn't make sense. I'm just going to say that. doesn't make sense. doesn't make sense at all. Zia Lee, whew, that's a winner. That is 100% grade A badass kick-ass winner. Love Zylie. Love the whole presentation. She means it, man. And you could tell she's hungry too because nothing was given to her. She is taking everything that she gets. Big fan of hers. Love what she's doing. Love the new variation of her gimmick. Mysterious. Listen, she should go on a Oscar-like tear and not lose anymore. She shouldn't lose another match for the next year. Build her up. Build her up all the way because she's fantastic. Okay? I'll tell you that right now. And, and if you look at she's a specimen in her own right, too. You know, just in great shape, always in the gym. Quick has kicks that just look incredible. I just, I'm a big fan of Zylie. Love her. Good stuff, you know. So we'll see what happens with her as, as her gimmick continues to materialize there. But I think that she could be in the title picture soon in NXT. She should be because she can kick everybody's ass. <laughs> That's, hey, let's call it the way it is, you know? Speaking of kicking people's ass, <laughs> this Killer Cross, man, <sighs> they, they put him in there with, with Santos Escobar and his crew, and they got Cross just running through everybody. And it's, it's, I don't know. I don't know. I like Cross, but I don't like Cross, but I like Cross. Does that make sense? Probably not. I like Cross, but I don't like Cross, but I like Cross. Carrying Cross. They don't call him Killer Cross. Carrying Cross. Okay. This guy. I I don't like the fact that I think that he he looks like a guy who's trying to look 
impressive in the ring as opposed to a guy being impressive in the ring. So they got to figure that out. You know what I mean? It, listen, if Cross would do the stuff that, that Kyle O'Reilly does, it would be more impactful. Everything Cross does, it just looks like he's, he's, he's portraying a character as opposed to believing, listen, I can kick everybody's ass. So I don't, I just, you know, Zia Lee is a great example. When Zia Lee gets in that ring, she is 100%. You could tell she believes she's going to beat the hell out of this person, whoever's in there with her. Okay. She, she means it. When I look at Cross, ah, this guy doesn't mean it. It's a joke. <laughs> He's a joke. Not impressed. And I don't like the fact that Santos Escobar was fed to him. I don't like that because I like Escobar. I like that crew that he's with. So I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. But it's it's kind of strange. They got to figure out somebody to have a real feud with with Cross. Um, I guess the, the thing to do is to make him vulnerable unless you're just going to let him steamroll. But he's got to learn how to steamroll. And I guess that's my biggest issue. He doesn't know how to steamroll. Randy Orton can steamroll better than Cross. And I know that's, what, what does that mean? Randy Orton's a great wrestler, but that's the point. Cross is supposed to be a badass, not a, not a great wrestler, a great destroyer of things, right? I don't believe him. I don't believe him. You know, moving on there, um, Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks had a great interview with Stone Cold Steve Austin on his podcast, and they showed it on the network. And it was interesting to watch because... You know, Austin is a big Sasha Banks fan, and he makes no bones about that. He has been from the beginning. It's it's interesting to see them interact now as opposed to a couple years ago. And I think Sasha summed it up best. She's no longer just happy to be here. She's a businesswoman, and she understands the business now. And that's great. And I think Austin was marveling at the transition, the evolution of this this person, right? It was really fun to see. And it was really fun to see them talk about stuff in detail. I mean, she even opened up about Ronda Rousey hurting her shoulder when they had that match that they had. I believe that was at WrestleMania. No, that wasn't WrestleMania. It was leading up to WrestleMania. It was at the Royal Rumble a couple years ago. Ronda Rousey has injured a lot of people. (laughs) And she's hurt a lot of people's arms in particular. She was rushed. She should not have been out there. I don't care what anybody says. I understand that she made a big splash and made some money for the company, but she left a bunch of broken bodies in the wake of it. Summer Rae, Alexa Bliss, Sasha Banks, you name it. Rousey was, she was pulling a Nia Jax the way she was hurting people out there. So if she comes back and I expect her to, hopefully she comes back not hurting people. Because I'm going to tell you right now, when you look at somebody like a Shayna Baszler, who was also an MMA fighter. She's not out there breaking people's arms and separating shoulders and, you know, knocking people out with concussions and stuff. I mean, come on, what the hell? Come on, Rhonda, Rhonda, be a professional, please. Got to do better than that. So Sasha opened up about that. And it was interesting to hear her talk about certain people. She said her and Charlotte used to be good friends, but they realized that they're better rivals. And they elevate each other, competing against each other, which is great. And then she talked about her friendship with Bailey, which is pretty fantastic, too. You know, that's just beautiful, two of them. That whole story is beautiful. And it's, it's, and I've said it, Sasha versus Bianca Belair, it could close WrestleMania. I think that that, sh- that match has that type of potential and crossover appeal. It could be the last match of the night, and it would be that good. <laughs> so... Keep an eye on that because I think that 
only a few tweaks could elevate it past whatever the men are doing. And it's not beyond reach. It's attainable. So, but I enjoyed that. I definitely, you know, broken skull sessions, I think is what they call it. You got to check it out. Sasha Banks, Stone Cold Steve Austin, worth it. It's the, it's the latest interview that they did. And that was on the tail end of uh, the pay-per-view, right? So we had it, Elimination Chamber, which I'll, I'll give a solid B-. minus. I thought it was a pretty good event. The build was kind of weak, but the payoff was better. <laughs> I am disappointed that Asuka did not have a match on that card. Remember, Lacey Evans is pregnant, so they couldn't go forward with the match that those two were supposed to have. But they could have put somebody else in there with Asuka. I, I didn't really understand why that match didn't happen. Nonetheless, a bunch of other matches happened, so let's go over that real quick. First match, uh, John Morrison defeated Elias, Mustafa Ali, uh, and Ricochet. So that was a fatal four-way match. Winner joined the United States Championship match from the main card. That was interesting. Seven minutes, ten seconds. It was pretty good. I like Morrison. I think there's sky is the limit for him. I think he can get back in the title picture, so we'll wait and see what happens there. We had the Elimination Chamber match, first one of the night. That was um, Daniel Bryan. He defeated Cesaro, Jay Uso, Kevin Owens, King Corbin, and Sami Zayn. Bryan defeated Uso to win the match. 34 minutes, 20 seconds. That was a long one. And it was masterful. Jay Uso, let me tell you something. This guy doesn't get the credit he deserves. Jay Uso is just so wonderful. Can't say enough about Jay Uso. Big fan. Love his work. Love his ad libs. And Daniel Bryan is Daniel Bryan. What are you going to say about him? So. The winner got an immediate Universal Championship uh, match with Roman. <laughs> and it took Roman all of a minute and 32 seconds to make Daniel Bryan tap out, which was exciting. That was fun to watch. I don't think the chapter is closed on those two, but we'll wait and see what happens there. But Jay, Jay Uso, I just I can't say enough about him. He's fantastic. Next, we had a triple threat match for the United States Championship. Uh, Riddle defeated Lashley and John Morrison. Eight minutes, 40 seconds. I wasn't happy that Riddle won, but it was a good match. Good match. Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler, somehow, way, defeated Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks. That Reginald, he caused a problem, which cost Sasha and Bianca the match. Nine minutes, 35 seconds. It was interesting. Good match. Drew McIntyre defeated AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy, Kofi Kingston, Randy Orton, and Sheamus in the Elimination Chamber. 31 minutes, 10 seconds. It was great. You know why it was great? That match wasn't great, but you know why there was great the, the finish there? Because right after that happened, Bobby Lashley came out and destroyed McIntyre. And then The Miz cashed in the Money in the Bank briefcase and in 31 seconds defeated McIntyre for the WWE Championship. Great job, Miz. New WWE Champion. And let me tell you something. I know a lot of people, you know, they poo-pooed on that, but I'll just tell you right now. The Miz is a star, okay? He's a star. And the thing about The Miz is he's always there to be plugged in. He can be on the bottom of the card. He can be at the top of the card. He can be in the middle. And he's going to do his job to the greatest ability possible without diminishing anybody else. The Miz is beatable. But you can buy The Miz being the guy who's holding a, a championship because he's credible, right? Look how many years they've spent developing The Miz. But The Miz came to the WWE with a name already. It's not like he's a nobody. He was part of the M MTV 
real world franchise. He's part of the real world road rules challenge, what we call the challenge now. He's part of that franchise. The Miz came in with fanfare from the reality TV world. And he busted his butt in the WWE to be where he's at today. The guy has also done movies. He's got multiple TV shows in addition to being a wrestler and appearing on TV as a wrestler every week. He's, the Miz is top notch. So I was, I was happy, number one, that they took that briefcase from Otis and the Miz got it. That was fantastic. But I was even happier to see the Miz cash in and take the belt off of Drew McIntyre. Because Drew McIntyre was one of the most boring champions you've seen in a long time. Okay, and, and listen, I was just starting to to buy into McIntyre. I was just starting to buy into him. He's he's wearing the kilt. He's doing the sword thing. I think there's something there, but that still has to develop. In the meantime, you got a guy like the Miz who has his gimmick, who is a, a person who can do great media, who can generate buzz outside of wrestling media. He's a TV star. <laughs> yeah. Put the belt on Miz. And if he's going to lose it, he can lose it at WrestleMania. But at least you'll get a build. So I was very happy to see the Miz relieve Drew McIntyre of the WWE Championship. Great job. I love it. And you know what? I I hope he holds the championship beyond WrestleMania because I like the Miz. The Miz is the first double Grand Slam champion in the WWE. He is going to walk into the Hall of Fame. Big fan of the Miz. Great job, Miz. I, I just I don't understand why people want to poo-poo that because let me tell you something. There has been far more buzz since the Miz has been champion than there ever was when Drew McIntyre was champion. It's just a fact. And the question is, who is going to face the Miz for the championship? Is it going to be Bobby Lashley? Could it possibly be John Morrison? Does McIntyre get a rematch? Does somebody else come in like a Cena? Like, who's it going to be? Daniel Bryan, which I that would be my pick. There's so many possibilities with the Miz. It's great. Love it. So it's good stuff. Good stuff all around. Like I said, B minus. I, I would give it a higher grade if Oscar would have been able to uh, wrestle. There's only one women's match, which is just an embarrassment. Shame on you, WWE. Disgraceful. Disgusting. Stop doing that. You're not AEW. Stop doing that. But other than that, it was a pretty good, pretty good card. And we're on the road to WrestleMania, so it'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, the card is not clear yet, but we're getting there. Looks like it's going to be Edge versus Roman. That will probably headline, and that's okay. I'm okay with that. It'll be nice to see Roman just destroy Edge, but that probably won't happen. It'll probably be like a 30-minute match, but I don't want to see Edge win. I know that. <laughs> Roman's doing his best work, so I don't want to see. I don't take that title off him yet. I don't want to see that. But I, I do want to see something that I'm not expecting that'll be exciting. So we'll have to wait and see. That's right. That's right. Well, folks, that's it. You know, just catching up on the latest in pro wrestling this week. Definitely a lot to be happy about and thankful for. We got a lot of pro wrestling out there. We got a lot of pro wrestling out there. And it's it's so great to see. We have options, right? That's the main idea. And I'm gonna close on this. We have options. Whatever you like is what you like, and whatever you don't like is what you don't like. But at least you have options. So be thankful for that, right? Okay, until next week, be kind to yourselves, be kind to others. Take it away, Tony Schiavone. 
This is Tony Schiavone, and we're desperately out of time on Duke Love Wrestling. <laughs>